1: What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro.
2: What up, what up? How's it? Welcome in to another edition of Bolt Brady and his bro. One of us is out of town, so we're doing a little phone call here, but we wouldn't let you guys down. Let's welcome in our guy, Bolt.
1: What's happening, but you're the one that's having all the fun all the way out in Hawaii.
2: Yep. Mahalo. Uh, On a little vacay here, but we still can chat football no matter where we are.
1: How's the weather?
2: Good. Good, good. Got the fam here. Just got here yesterday, so uh, not too shabby. Was kind of catching the...
1: Have you jumped in the water yet?
2: Yep. Yep. Yep, and then caught the um, you know the times a little different, so the the games are on way earlier. But I saw the Jets Chargers the tail end um, like at the at the bar there. So it's always cool to watch the games when you're looking out the water.
1: <laughs> yeah, that game was good looking. Yeah,
2: When the <laughs> they they try to keep clinging to the Zach Wilson thing, but I mean, there's not much more to cling to.
1: That game was so ugly. I mean, even the Chargers like their offense didn't do anything i think herbert only had 127 yards i mean they had the punt return and the jets fumbled twice in the first quarter alone i mean that's ball game
2: yeah yeah i think he was like 16 for 30 for right around like the 145 mark 150 wow mm-hmm. uh
1: so it's halfway through the season and uh i thought i thought i would give our our halfway stats here for yeah. the podcast yeah sure so, remember I said on the teasers I, I said we're just gonna get rid of the teasers and not do those anymore. So the teasers started off one in five, and I said that's why they're called teasers. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so we got rid of those. But the NFL record is fifteen and twelve. Okay, so that's fifty-six percent. The college is fourteen and seven, which is. 67 percent nice uh and so and then even including the teasers were 30 wins 24 losses for 56 percent
2: profitable
1: oh way profitable the (laughs) magic number to be profitable is 52.4 percent and anytime you're at 55 or above you're doing well yep Especially over... Some people might wonder how long it takes. In my personal opinion, you know, it takes at least 200 games. Keeping track of 200 games.
2: To see how good you are at it? Yeah. Right.
1: But, I mean, you know, even if, like, someone does, like... Well, like, in, in this case, 50 games. Like, we're in that one competition, and, what, there was probably 60 people that signed up, and I would say, like, probably... Six, So maybe 10% are like above 52.4%.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people get caught in the temptation of like, well, I've got 10 picks I can use. Let me just use all of them. And then their record just gets drilled.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you definitely, you know, the more games that you uh, you bet on, the, the, really the more opportunities to lose, not win. Right?
2: Yeah, when I kind of hold back and kind of just pick, like, my favorite three, like, it, it's usually a better weekend versus, like, well, yeah, I'm a little bored Saturday night. Let's just see if CU can cover here versus you, <laughs> <laughs> which they did. I, I know there's some I always go back and beat the drum on, but, you know, sometimes you are just kicking it, and you're like, let me just see what happens here tonight.
1: Sure, and you just sprinkle a little bit on it. Yep. Well, so the the books got drilled again this week. I think the the public the public had been getting drilled for like the last two or three weeks, but um, the,
2: the big names
1: most, What's that? The
2: big names came back to to cover
1: Well, yeah, Kansas City the Bengals and the Eagles uh, all covered. And, you know, I actually took those two. I know you were – well, we gave out KC as a best bet. That one, to me, was almost like, wow, what am I missing here? Like, why is this line so low?
2: Um, Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, the the, the 21-0 half looked great, and then second half they didn't score. So it was coming down to it, and then there's just – a couple flags thrown. You're like, oh god, are we looking at overtime here?
1: Oh, I know, it's incredible. How about this? I got a stat for you, though. How about Miami Dolphins have not beat a team with a record above 500 since last year, week three.
2: Yeah, yeah, I saw their their 0 and three this this year against teams with winning records. So
1: yeah, so I mean, they're the nice shiny object. And they're good for fantasy football stats, but when you need to like get the big W against the squads, they're not able to do that yet.
2: Mm. No, I love watching them. They just you know they don't get the big stops. And Patty, the, some dudes had some drops. They, they you could tell they were just like, let's shut down Kelsey. He was he was always doubled over the middle. That was hard for him to find him.
1: Oh yeah, it was. And then how about? I don't know if we've given out the 409 clean it up two weeks in a row, but our boy, McCall Hardman, gets it again for late in the game. They punt. And this time, he doesn't drop it, but he catches it on the four yard line. Uh, yeah. Than letting it get.
2: yeah, I saw that.
1: Dude, this guy's incredible.
2: <laughs> he's like, I'm not getting the pill enough here. Let me see if I can make <laughs> something happen. He but he,
1: he, he got to what? like
2: he got to like the eleven at least.
1: You know what? You're probably right. You're probably right. He he is thinking that he's like, dude, I'm not getting any catches. I might as well try something here on the punt return.
2: It's like someone coming off the pine like in the NBA, and they're like, well, I'm jacking up the three balls as soon as I as I catch it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. KC actually had some four oh nines themselves. I, I still these teams when it's th- like third and one, you know, and like really need to get the first down here or the fourth and one and they're in shotgun.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: just unbelievable to me. Yeah, Like, what are you doing? You're you're taking the guess of the run completely out so that they don't even have to think about that now. It's just they just know it's a pass. You know? Yep. It's
2: you can have a chit with Andy Reid about formations.
1: Well, Andy does know his formations. I'd like to have a chat with him about that one, though. Yeah. I'd be like, Andy, it's, it's third and one late in the ballgame, bud. Can we get Patty underneath the center, please?
2: <laughs> I just, you know, the, luckily the Dolphins had kind of the, the mishandled handled snap there. to So there wasn't even a chance. Because if those receivers get downfield, you're like, oh, God, you know, it's 50-50. The PI flag is coming out here at the end.
1: I know, I know. It, I, I put that in my notes. I'm like, the P.I. calls are getting ridiculous.
2: There's just... When it's in the air, you're like, let's see, them. they could play good D, but we, we can't control that part. Ugh. Yep. So, well, don't yeah, forget we do my... Good or bad, we do. My other one was the the Ravens was probably my favorite.
1: That was a boat race.
2: Sure was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, thanks for playing. People, People, I think... They said that... Um, you know, a lot of people thought that the Seahawks were going to stay in that game, and I think the Ravens kind of made a statement there.
2: Yes, I mean, what he's eighteen and one now, NFC. However you want to slice it, he's just pounding those guys.
1: Well, Lamar was my my uh, preseason favorite for the Super Bowl, and he's hanging in there. I mean, don't want to crush the season or anything here, but there's five teams that can win the Super Bowl, and Two of them are in the NFC, Philadelphia and the Nines. And there's no one else, in my opinion, after that. And then in the AFC, you've got Lamar, you've got Joe, Burrow. That guy's starting the ball now. And you have Patty. And then after that, thanks for playing, guys.
2: Yeah. Yep. And I'm sure I mean, the Vegas. I'm
1: not really going out on a limb there. Like, no. Like, Those
2: are probably like the it's top not five. Even close. The top five Vegas favorites, I'm sure, if you look it up.
1: That those five are, I would
2: imagine, yeah.
1: Probably, probably. If you had to pick one right there, so like, let's say me and you and three others got to pick those five teams, and we said you get to go first. Who would you go with?
2: Um. Hmm. Jeez. I mean, I might just take like a Cincy this year if they can kind of stay healthy, just to mix it up. I the the Chiefs Dolphins is is scaring me. And then the Ravens seem to be almost like they're at their peak form right now. You know, they're just kind of thumping people, and then we'll have to see how they hold up towards the end of the season, like injuries and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I mean, of course it comes down to, like, home field advantage. But I think, like, you know, it, those guys the, in the AFC, I think any one of those three te- three teams could beat the other guys on, you know, the other team's home field.
2: That's like, where, yeah. Since he, since he travels, just fine. Uh, I, the Chiefs really do better at home. I mean, Patty's not scared of a road game, but I just, I feel like their home field's better than the other twos.
1: Yeah, I don't know Lamar at home. Like a hundred percent would be real tough to beat.
2: Yeah, I mean the the Colts came in there earlier, and they're one of their losses with big men's shoes. So they weren't they weren't ticking like they are now, but they they can be beat there.
1: Well, why don't we speak about that game real quick, the big Colts cuz that cuz they played the the Patriots in Germany this week. Okay. Uh how great are these 6:30 a.m. Pacific time games?
2: Yeah, well, especially the the Chiefs and the Dolphins was one that we just had. Like it's good when it's actually like a good matchup.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because I'm like, wow, I got to get up to watch this bad boy right now. This is going to be decent.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get comfortable here and, and get ready to watch some games. But anyway, the Colts. Okay, the Colts played Carolina this last week, which was interesting because uh, I noticed a lot of handicappers liked Carolina. And it was just a stay away for me because I liked the Colts, but I thought that revenge angle. With Frank Wright, you know, as the the, uh, coach now for Carolina, and he used to be for the Colts. Mm -hmm. Sometimes players do get up for that. So I just stayed away from that game. But the Colts, I'll take the Colts, best bet, minus two. Let's get two wins in a row with Germany here, because we had Patty last week for the listeners. The Patriots are horrible.
2: Yeah, they are hard to watch.
1: I mean... Dude, you've got... So, first of all, I'll take Minshew over Mac, okay? <laughs> and then Jonathan Taylor, come on. And now, uh, <laughs> dude, the coaching, who knows? I mean, this is not a good look for Big Bill. And I've said this the whole time. They've got no playmakers at all. No. I think what people, people need to realize. I think you brought this up earlier in the year. Is remember, like like five years ago when everyone was taking the Browns because they thought there was value on them and, and they won like one game.
2: Yeah, and, you just uh, go against them every week and see what would happen.
1: And, but professional handicappers, some of them were taking the Browns because there's like, wow, there's a lot of value here. And the same thing's happening this year with the Patriots. And it's like, remove the Patriots off that jersey And take Bill's name off as the head coach, and you'd be like, "This is like the second worst team in the NFL." Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: (laughs) now, now they're two and seven this season is a total dumpster fire, and you've got to hop on a plane to go to Germany. I mean, you can't even get fired up at home to beat the Commanders. Like, now you have to hop on a flight and go out of country. I think they're going to get whacked.
2: Yeah. See, like, I mean, last week was two good teams, two fun ones to watch. I mean, this one's fun to maybe throw some chips on, but it's not like I'm setting the alarm to watch the Patriots battle away here.
1: Well, unless you have chips on it. That's what I'm saying.
2: That's the only reason to kind of watch this one a little bit.
1: Right. Well, of course. I mean, especially if it's a best bet here for our listeners. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, you can wake up and already have the win, too.
1: That's true. That'd be a great way to start her off. Yep. Huh? You're like, all right, honey, let's go have some breakfast on the Colts right here.
2: Yep, we're good to go. Yep, I, uh, I got back on the parlay train. I hit the three-teamer because I, <laughs> I went Chiefs, Ravens, Eagles. And the Eagles one was, uh, we both liked that one. That one was coming down to it, too. I mean, thank goodness Big Dak stepped on that, that line there so the two point conversion didn't go in because that would have been a push. Uh,
1: um, I had the Eagles also. And, dude, when they were down on the uh, five yard line to end the game, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm just thinking to myself, you know me, I'm Mr. Positivity, but I'm like, this is ball game. I mean, the Cowboys are slightly going to punch this in. Mm-hmm. And, they did it like
2: <laughs> that was awesome yeah right. there's there's a couple hurdles they just can't seem to meet yet and and that's one of them the big eagles
1: right did you see uh did you see what happened with the line in the box Houston game
2: um our boy B- big uh big B in LA was was tipping me off to it cuz he had um Two and a half. He had Houston minus two and a half.
1: Right. And minus minus two and a half. <laughs> and Houston scores the go-ahead touchdown. And they're going to, most teams would kick the extra point to go up by three. But in the second half, Houston's kicker got hurt. And so they didn't want to risk kicking it and having to get blocked by someone that's not the full-time kicker. Mm. So after they scored the touchdown, since there was only 25 seconds left, they kneeled on the extra point to win by two. <laughs> I mean, if that's not a bad beat, I don't know what is.
2: Dude, you, like your punter, you don't think your punter in the NFL was, was maybe like the high school college kicker? That guy can't try it?
1: Right. I think maybe they had a running back kick one earlier. I think it's just because at the end of the game, I if mean,
2: it's blocked and they tie it, you'd be like, "Holy cow!"
1: Right, right, exactly. So, I mean, it actually was really smart, by him, but yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel for those people. That was that was a backdoor ball, backdoor. That was <laughs> unbelievable.
2: <laughs> Taking the knee on the PAT. I mean, that just you don't see that very often.
1: <laughs> so. On that topic, how about this? So the Bucks, I mean 39-37, there was no defense being played in that ball game. Mm. And uh, both teams were like the Bucks were 4 for 5 from the red zone, uh, and Houston was like 3 for 4 in the red zone. No one could stop each other. Well, how about this? How about our boy Baker is at home against the Titans? And they're only minus the one and a half. So Big Will Ravis has to get on the plane again, go play an away game, and they have, following that game, they have the Jaguars on deck, which is a divisional game. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering how much they're going to really care about this Bucks game. I'll take the Bucks minus the one and a half.
2: Yeah, I saw Big Baker. He was getting his groove on with some of the guys after a touchdown. They were all dancing. It was pretty funny in the end zone. And then, you know, you got Will. We, we got two weeks of Will here now where they've been able to see him with the game tape, which is going to just help the Tampa defense be a little more prepared.
1: Right. Right. And it's just, it's, it's nothing against these, like, rookie quarterbacks and stuff. But, you know, back in the day, uh, the majority of the time, rookies wouldn't come in and start that first year. I mean, think of, like, Aaron Rodgers with Brett Favre in front of, like, they got to watch... Um, And learn from them. And these guys are just thrown into the fire. And it's just super, super hard to play against NFL defenses. They hide and have so many different schemes. They hide so many different coverages and stuff. It's just tough to win on the road Mm -hmm. without a rookie.
2: Yeah. I mean, they have that, they have it in their mind the, the way like Seattle did it with Russ, where it's like, I've got five years here of this guy being pretty affordable. And the pay scale is already set to determine which, which pick they went in, which is still pretty high if you're like a top 10 to 15 pick. They, they still make really good money, but it's it's not what it's going to turn into. So it's like, we need to take advantage here, pay these D-line men, these position guys, a left tackle, whatever it is, and we need to seize this and make a deep run. And it's, you know, someone like the Chargers didn't do it in the first first part of Herbert's contract. Now he's, you know, his is going to hit next year. It's like you start to see these guys lose that wiggle room of getting those other position or whatever guys that they need to pay before you start giving the big chips to those QBs.
1: Yeah, no, I mean you you said that well. I just think that you know the the Burrows and even the Herbert because what did he come in like halfway through the season or like after no, it was like
2: season? it was like two or three games in when Tyrod got that the faulty injection and it punctured the lung.
1: Right, so he came in the first season to play.
2: Yeah, like game two or three, and he and he did really well.
1: No, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, like Herbert and Burrow, like those don't the guys like that don't come along very often. No, and, and they're not, they're trying to force the issue here with these other guys like Pickett, uh, you know, Levis. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and that's what our handicap was last week. How about the Atlanta game? The I, was, game?
2: I was just going to bring that wow. up. I, <laughs> well, how many times do we say when you're, you're figuring, you're planning on this one dude being the QB, and then something happens where, like, someone comes in? Like, I was hoping that guy wouldn't come in. Even though the guy's been there for, like, two nights, he stills played more games. That being totally. Dobbs. I mean, Dobbs comes right. in, doesn't even, it's just kind of like, hey, keep it basic, backyard, old school here, you know, try and get the winning touchdown.
1: Well, and, and, you know, Dobbs, I give that guy a boatload of props for coming in. Like, the boys were like, Dad, how does he even know the plays? I'm like, he must be super smart. I mean, clearly. Like, he's only seen the playbook for, like, two days. I don't know how he's, like, even knows what side to hand off to and stuff. Um, but they the, the Falcons, for sure, maybe get the 409 of the year so far. Losing to a dude that's had the playbook in his hands for two days and he's on the road. He doesn't <laughs> even know. His
2: that's your, um, that's your Baker Mayfield one last year on the iPad on the, the way to the Rams game for him.
1: Right. But last year I had Baker and I took him with like the plus eight and a half. This time it went against me here because obviously I wasn't expecting Dobbs to come in and that rookie quarterback. I mean, literally was getting drilled. That's why he got knocked out of the game. Yeah. Uh, and it would have been so much better. It would have been like like our Cleveland pick. Was that a close ball game? Mm-hmm. Like I said, the tune he was hearing was getting drilled in the head and that bell being rung by my boy Miles Garrett and the boys. Yep. That was a close one. The line went from, because we gave it out at 7.5, and, and it jumped because Deshaun came back all the way up to 13.5. Yeah. And it didn't matter. No, that was
2: twenty seven oh.
1: That game was good looking. They they didn't have a chance in that game.
2: No. No. <laughs> it would
1: have looked more like that.
2: Well, so like New Orleans is is coming to Minnesota this week, and New Orleans is favored minus two and a half. And then they're they're gonna be prepared for Dobbs if he's the starter. I, I I'd take New Orleans on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm not touching that one. Mm. I'm not gonna I'm not good, but yes, it will be way different when they can prepare for Dobbs. I
2: mm. mean,
1: it, it, his feet that was hooking him up, his scrambles,
2: yeah, and just you know they yeah. they weren't expecting him to play most likely that just throws them off,
1: right? I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you another game that I have here as a best bet taking advantage of a quarterback. So how about this stat? Okay, so we gave out the Steelers last week against the Titans, uh, and we got the W with them, how about this? The Steelers have been outgained in every single game this year, meaning every single team has had have outstatted them between rush yards and receiving yards, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's only since 1933, they're the 34th team to be outstatted in all eight of their first games. But they're the only one of those 34 that have actually has a winning record. It's incredible Jeez. that these guys. And uh, I think Scheffler tweeted that out. And I got back to him and I said, well, those squads didn't have T.J. Watt on their team.
2: No, right.
1: And he is a small wrecking machine. And he gets to go up against Green Bay and Mr. Love this week. So, those are both teams that I want to fade. They just happen to be playing each other this week. And good luck, Mr. Love, when you come into Pittsburgh this week. Mm -hmm. Good luck. (laughs) I mean, your win last week against the Rams is worth nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. You beat Ripken, who might not even be in the NFL if he didn't have a famous uncle. Right. So, that win doesn't do anything for me. Right. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Stafford's finger was banged up. So, I mean, the Rams are are fading here. But, yeah, I'm with you. It's tough to come into Pitt and play that D. Big, uh, was it Pickens throwing the the hissy fit about not getting the ball?
1: Dude, hissy fit? How about I was just reading about it? How about they're all celebrating the big win? and he puts the head down and just starts walking off the field. Yeah, they said so fir-
2: first off the field, first to bounce from the locker room. Like, thanks for having our back here, bud. I guess you're just in this for yeah. your stats.
1: Thanks thanks for being the team player here. I mean, dude, tell me people aren't getting whispers over there going, do we have Antonio Brown Park Deuce here?
2: Right, as soon as you see that, it's like how how is Tomlin supposed to flip that dude's attitude around? Like, it, that That's most likely not going to happen, so you can go ahead and ship him somewhere else.
1: exactly exactly say peace out bud we'll see you later we're
2: good there's some other receivers out there we'll take
1: so I've given I've got one more here but I want to hear what you like I like the Steelers minus three I like the Bucks minus one and a half I like the Colts minus two I've got one more for you in the pros but what are you looking at (laughs)
2: Uh, That first one I like. I like the Saints, minus two and a half at Minnesota. And then I'm going to take the Niners, minus three at Jacksonville. They're not losing the three. I know Jacksonville might be the hottest team in the league, but looks like Debo was at practice yesterday, and they had the bye week. I'd be hard-pressed if these guys don't get a win here this week.
1: Yeah, I I, I think you know this will be a huge game. I'd love to see what happens here uh, because... You know, I think the Jags have been kind of flying under the radar a little bit. But, yeah, you have to think that the, they've got the, ni- the Niners, or the Jags have the Niners' attention here because the Niners have been, what, they've lost two in a row?
2: Or th- was it three? Jeez. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, this would be the fourth? I mean, uh, that, that'd that be a, come on, let's, let's stop the madness now. Get it going, Shanahan. Big week.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, and then my last game. Wowzers. So, I love Lamar. And I think um, I think might be 3-0 and or 4-0 on Lamar. This Because this, even when they lost, they had the Colts. When the Colts beat them, uh, I had Minshew because I like the big Minshew. This week, we've got the revenge game for the Cleveland Browns. Because last time they played, it was a boat race. It was like 27-3, to but... Big DTR played quarterback. Mm-hmm. So Dorian Thompson Robinson, the rookie from UCLA. Uh, clearly, they realized that was a huge mistake. I, I don't even know if that guy's still on the squad anymore.
2: <laughs> he is, he's number three right now.
1: Okay. He had three interceptions, four sacks. Um, I do give the guy credit. And, you know, let, let me make a public announcement here. When I joke around about these pros and say they're garbage and they're terrible and this and that, I'm obviously just just joking around about these guys are incredible athletes. But at this point, DTR is not ready at that point of the season. I mean, again, I was saying the guys are rookie. There's no chance. Mm. Now we have Deshaun back. They've already lost one game to them and we know how much the divisional games mean because you take first in your division you automatically make the playoffs. I'll take the Browns Plus the
2: six here. Mm-hmm. I was looking at that. I'm like, and, and the Ravens have been rolling so clean here for for a month or so. It's like eventually you do get caught, you know, especially these division guys are going to be way more amped up than like the Seahawks were and familiar with them. So I like that right. one. I like that one too.
1: Yeah. And, and, and they're juiced. They're saying, hey, we got Deshaun. It's not DTR. I mean, you know, no offense, DTR, but you, you weren't ready. Deshaun's ready to come in here and help us out a little
2: bit. Right, if Deshaun can make it through more than a half of football, though, too, it seems like he's not – something's off with him this year.
1: That is true. That is true. But,
2: yeah, I like the six. I, I, that, that that should be like a field goal game, you know, just going off the history of these two.
1: Right. Is there uh, there anything else you'd like to ch- chat about the NFL before I go to the college here real quick?
2: Nope, I like those. Um I thought my favorite college one last week was that that Clemson one. That was that was great. I mean, you would talk about the squads supposedly being undermatched and whatnot, and teams stepping up for like a coach. You kind of saw it like with the Raiders because the whole vibe changed because they got rid of McDaniel and Pierce was bumping the tunes, put a mini hoop in the locker room, and those guys were just like, "Wow, no one's on our ass all week about like perfection and like having fun." It's like you change the mindset and the fun for these guys. Like you, you see a whole different team the following week. So. That Clemson oh, one yeah. was that was great.
1: They they, they were they were juiced too. That stadium gets rocking.
2: No yeah, Yep.
1: You know, and and what was great about Clemson is they've got uh, they had the the running back that came in for him. I forget because the first string guy was out, and he's legit too. Um, darn. Oh Shipley. Yeah. yeah. And so Shipley was out, number one. He's sweet. And so uh, this guy, I don't want to mispronounce his name, Mafafa or something like that, Phil? But he filled in for Shipley, and he balled. I mean, he was rocking. So, yeah, that was great. Notre Dame was ranked 12th in the nation, and we said, we don't care. Davo's going to ball here. Right. So yeah, the college picks went three and one last week. Like I said, so we're fourteen and seven on the season there. Uh, and let's keep a rocking here. Let's try to keep a rocking. We got two more games here. This game you might have saw: Big Missouri at home versus Tennessee. So both teams are seven and two. They're quality, obviously. Missouri actually went on the road last week and uh, you know they were hanging. They Yeah, they didn't lose to Georgia by very much. They've only got one home loss, Missouri does this week, this year, and it's against LSU, who literally has, you know, statistically as well, the best offense in college football. Uh, Tennessee has lost two games also, like I said, both on the road, and they're on the road here. They lost to Bama and Florida, nothing to be embarrassed about, but I think... Missouri plus one here is not getting enough credit. I think people are going, oh, this is Tennessee. They've got the bigger name in college football. Get ready for Mizzou, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep, I'm and with lastly,
1: it. <laughs> what's that?
2: Yeah, I'm with it. Go for it.
1: And lastly, the Pac-12. There's no division that we follow closer than the Pac-12. It's going to be adios after this year. Uh, but Washington... Okay, Big Washington played USC. Like we said, we didn't give out a pick on that, but we thought Caleb and the crew would try. They did, but they still lost 52-42. And how about USC has fallen out of the AP poll? Wow.
2: Jeez.
1: Like, Like you said, Big Riley... They didn't pay you the chips to not even be in the top twenty-five.
2: Well, they can they can the D coordinator this week to try to like stop some bleeding, but you know, not fooling us, bud. We got to retool some other things on that D.
1: Oh no, kidding!
2: That's I was no. texting you, you know, and our boy the Panorama. I'm like, uh, you know, I like points. It's I'm all for it, but you know, you got to have some stops to make it a little more exciting here and there.
1: And I text back and I said, "This is ugly. Like this <laughs> is not." I mean, that's that's like the baseball score, 15 to 11. You're like, okay. Or the home runs. but this is a joke.
2: Like the TCU Texas Tech games, you know, like five years ago. They're getting in the 70s.
1: (laughs) So anyway, so how about Big Washington? Undefeated, obviously. They ball. They've got a great offense. Their defense, though, a little tough. I like big Utah plus the nine and a half going into Washington.
2: Yep. And you know, they were amped for that SC game and they were all on that to try and shut down exactly. let them know Penix exactly. was gonna ball.
1: Yep. That's gotta wear you out a little bit. So, you know, you gotta get back up and Utah they waxed ASU fifty five to three last week because ASU was like down to like their fourth string quarterback and also Utah got embarrassed at home by Oregon, uh, and so they've got their attention. Everyone's got their attention now. Nine and a half. Yep, we'll take. We'll take.
2: Yeah, they I, both. I think both teams that were in that game, the Washington and SC, are, are a little bit cooked coming into this week. SC, I think, has to go up to Oregon. They're just like, holy cow, you know, since the Notre Dame game, they've had like four and a five in a row of having to step up each week, and they ha- they've they just lost them all.
1: I, I, well, I think this line... Is in terms of covering, like, yeah. 16 and a half.
2: Yeah, no, I, it was definitely 15, I think, when I looked at it last night. It was pretty high.
1: And people will, you know, I, I would say I'd probably stay away from that. Like, Caleb, Caleb's packed it in, ladies and gentlemen. He might be like, well... Let me go against Bo Nix here, you know, like I did. But this is this is bad. Like they're not even in the top twenty-five. He's probably already going. All right, guys, let's start to get my NFL contract ready. I'm ready here.
2: (laughs) He goes, dude. I might not be number one here if we keep this up.
1: (laughs) No kidding. All right, well, listen, I'll
2: let you get back to the to the waves and the sunshine. Yep, got a Mai Tai calling my name. Maybe throw it on someone else's room tab, a huh, readster. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that'll do it for Week 10 NFL and the college picks. But uh, we made sure we wanted to get you guys some picks every Tuesday. You know, keep the routine. We appreciate you guys listening. Keep the Instagram and Twitter at Bull Brady Picks. And we will catch you guys next week. Aloha.
0: Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty.